Welcome to A Court of Three Strands, the Palatine Institute's podcast on creating Christian culture. Through this show, we hope to provide a resource of education and encouragement for students, parents, and leaders about the revival of Christian values in our community. On A Court of Three Strands, we'll focus on the three foundational strands that make a strong, flourishing Christian culture, the church, the family, and education. We desire to order these things around God's word to advance Christ's kingdom and so glorify him and bless our community. My name is Ron Young, former headmaster at Providence Academy and founder of the Palatine Institute. And I'm Noah Tetzner, a curious student of classical education and podcast producer. Through our conversations, we look forward to sharing fellowship, knowledge, and practical wisdom for his glory here on the Quarter Three Strands podcast. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome back to A Court of Three Strands. Here we are in season three of the podcast, which is all about family. And we know that the family in a way begins with marriage. Today, we're talking about the purposes of marriage. Yes. The purposes yes, of marriage. The purposes marriage. Of marriage. What is it good for, Mr. Young? <laughs> marriage. <laughs> love. True love. No. Uh, yeah. So it, in last week's episode, um, episode one of season three, uh, I kind of gave that overview and talked about um, family and kingdom. Mm. And in that, I kind of gave a brief overview that there's three purposes that God establishes in Genesis before the fall uh, for marriage. And the purposes, three purposes of marriage were one, help in the task of dominion, two, procreation, that is having children, and three, um, companionship and, um, and I'll explain companionship as we go in the, in the previous episode, I I talked about what I meant by companionship and, and I'll repeat myself here, but there's a fourth purpose of marriage in the new Testament. It's added after the fall. And, and that is, um, a curb on lust, right? So since we've been fallen creatures, we, um, we can desire, uh, you know, our sexual appetite can become uh, uh, much for us. And, and marriage is a good, is the proper place in which to channel those energies. And so uh, as a way to prevent sexual immorality, um, marriage is also there. So there's four, three pre-fall curses or uh, purposes, and then one post-fall purpose. And that is to, to curb that um, uh, sin. Right. Yeah. Right. Fascinating. So, and that yeah. is a valid purpose. It is a valid for purpose. For both men and women. Correct. Correct. Um, at, at least that's what I've been told. I, I am a man. <laughs> indeed. And, uh, indeed. And, uh, but yeah, no, for, for men and women. In fact, you know, Paul, Paul speaks in, in uh, relations. We'll, we'll get to this in a, a, a different episode. Um, but Paul does talk about the, the, when, because I'm married and we are one flesh, um, my body is not my own. It belongs to my wife mm. and her body is not her own. It belongs to me. And, and we'll talk about that in a future episode, because a, a lot of times the premise in, in terms of sex in marriage is that, um, you know, somehow you have to earn it still or something. It's just, it's just a weird 
thing, right? If, right. if, if, you know, the husband isn't, you know, shaping up, this is the tool by which you can get them to do the things you want. Right. And that's like sinful. Right. It's sinful. It's it, it, our bodies are not our own. I cannot withhold my marital duties to my wife and she can't withhold her marital duties to me for any other reason. The apostle Paul says, unless you're taking a break for prayer. And I guarantee you, most times when there's the with refusal of, uh, of uh, fulfilling that marital uh, part, right? we'll say, just we're trying to keep it G-rated here, oh, yeah. um, isn't because par- people are praying. <laughs> <laughs> I say that's, that's the primary thing. But we'll, we'll get to that in a future episode. Um, but you're right. It's an, that is a good thing. It is to be married so that you're not falling into sin. Mm. And, uh, and for both men and women. Um, but I want to concentrate most of our time today on the creational aspects. Like God, the, the purpose, the good purpose of marriage and, and what God had intended. And, um, and the, the first we talked about is help in the task of dominion. So if you remember in Genesis chapter 2, God said it wasn't good for the man to be alone. So Adam is uh is then brought before he makes eve mm. god brings all these animals to him and he names them and and that is what they are right so you know right. i can imagine him there and he goes oh that's a that's a buck that's a doe you guys are fawns you all are deer next right you know you're, <laughs> yeah. you're a goose you're a gander you guys are goslings geese next right you know <laughs> kind of going on yeah and um you know naming them and that's what they are and um and and we do that because we're made in his image we're like god right so god made us in his image yeah um for the purpose of dominion in other words um we can as God created the world, he, he, we can see from Genesis 1, he did it with his word, which means um, if you speak, that's, you're, you're, you're verbalizing what you've thought. It's verbalized thought speaking. Right. So God thought about creation. He planned it. Then he made those that created things. Yeah. Then he separated things and he named them. And that's what we do. Right. We, we plan, we make, we separate, we name. And then he also evaluated, this is good. This is good. And so do we. Yeah. Right. Uh, in, and then he filled things in the, the next uh, few days. Yeah. Um, and, and he, and he rested. We, we plan, we make, we, we yeah. work. Can, can I just ask while we're on the topic of dominion, Mr. Young, and I'm, I'm positive it'll come up in a future episode, if not later in this one. Um, and, you know, I certainly don't mean to be controversial. I'm just asking yes, the question. You do. <laughs> I do. Better ratings, right? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so does man have dominion over his wife? Sort of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now you are trying to get controversial. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a, there is a, um, in, in the marriage relationship, God has made uh, man uh, head of his, of his wife. And, and we'll talk about that in a little bit because a lot of times you think of that, I think most people think of that somehow as like, you, you know, the boss or something. Right. The submissive wife. And something. Right. Yeah. And, and this, is, this, is, this is not necessarily the idea. Um, the head has to do with responsibility. Yeah. And, and we'll talk about that in, in a little bit. Um, and, and, 
and it also is kind of the um the the head is the one who is like i said responsible the the head kind of has a leadership position in it uh it doesn't mean they're domineering that's right it's, it comes right. from so uh, uh domus means lord it's a latin term and it's the same root for dominion um for dominate for you mm-hmm. know and you can get into the words that sound pretty horrible <laughs> yeah. domineering you know dominate um but the, the idea of dominion is wa- a wise rule over things and so so in a sense uh, a man is the head of the household uh mm-hmm. has a rule but it's this wise rule that's reflective of god's own rule yeah um just as paul says that the the marriage uh, relationship it images or mirrors um christ and his church Mm. So Jesus is the head of the church, just like the husband is the head of the the wife. So um, Jesus, we don't find as being a domineering or somehow <laughs> abusive. Or, right. Does that make sense? He, right. And, and Paul then says that husbands need to mirror it in the way that Christ did because he gave himself up for her, right? And sacrificed himself for yeah. her. So, so the, the model of, dominion though you might say that that paul points out to us is the same one of christ in the church right yeah so the the, so so jesus loves the church and the church submits to him but it's not a domineering thing it's not some sort of maniacal abusive (laughs) we're taking over it's it's almost like the model of any successful company or school right A, a headmaster is not bossing around oh yes they are <laughs> oh yeah I, i'm no longer the headmaster right? <laughs> yeah no it, it correct correct yeah. you 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 uh a successful leader is serving right a, a successful leaders now they still have to lead right it's right. not it's not like oh yeah there's no leadership there there no it is leading mm-hmm. um but it's a t- it's a way in which they lead so just as we talked about last episode, when we we're talking about the kingdom and the family, yeah. that the goal has to do with um, following the way of the Lord, right. right? Right. So the purpose of marriage is not that oh you get to boss people around, you know if you're the if you're the guy, yeah, you're not you. It's not about bossing people around. It's you're the head over your household, mm. and and so you have this responsibility. Um, that is, uh, that should cause you to fear, right? That you, you do this, right. You're responsible for your family, right? Mm. So and this is the way I, I put it. And I think we might've talked about it another episode. Maybe I'm, I'm mistaken, but you know, the Titanic, you, you had the captain of the Titanic. He is the head of that ship. It's his ship, right? He's responsible for it. He has just finished a 12 hour shift. And he hands the controls over to his to his first mate, and he goes to bed to sleep so that he can be rested, so he can come back and take control of the thing. While he's asleep, the captain, I guess, had something to drink. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. And runs into an iceberg. The whole thing sinks. Right. So, I'm going to distinguish here between guilt and responsibility. The captain of the ship is the head of the ship, and he is responsible for the event. He is responsible. The sunk this his ship and his responsibility sunk, and he is forever remembered because he was the captain and right. and he was responsible. Now the captain was not guilty. It wasn't his sin, 
Right. It was the first mate sin. He was the guilty party, but the captain takes responsibility, is responsible. In the same way, um, my wife is not responsible for my sin or, or, um, and I'm not, or, or, and is not guilty of my sin. Mm. Um, I'm not guilty of my wife's sin. But when there's sin, uh, I, I bear responsibility. So, yeah. if my, so, if, so for instance, um, if, if my wife or my kids are in sin and they're not repenting of it, um, I should be lead, leading them into that repentance because I'm the head. And if they're not, uh, I, still, I bear responsibility. I'm not guilty yeah. for their sin, but I'm responsible. Yeah. It, it, well, you know, it's kind of like, it, you know, if you take any like kind of mess up <laughs> problematic kid, I mean, uh, you know, oftentimes the parents are questioned, you know, Yes. right. Rightfully so. Right. Right. And, and the, the, the hard part is, is that um, parents then just feel like horrible or they, they want to avoid it or. Yeah. Right. And, um, and, and actually what happens a lot of times parents just don't want to claim responsibility. Mm. In fact, what they'll do is, again, this is when you get to Genesis three and our, you know, sin happens in our, our, uh, our, our sin nature, the, our human nature has been bent towards self. It's been curved away from God and towards self. And so one of the reactions that we do is we typically blame. Yeah. Right? It's not my fault. It's their fault or whatever. And you see that all the time. Kids are, Kids are doing uh, horrible, um, and um, and parents don't want the responsibility. Right, They'll blame it on whatever. Blame it on, and they're subsequently banished from. <laughs> well, they could be. I don't. I don't know. It's, it yeah, all yeah. depends. I'm not going to go there, but but the 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 point is is that um, we have to understand that we are responsible. Yeah. So whatever's going on, the the husband is the head of the home, and they're the ones responsible. Now, that doesn't mean they're doing everything. There's delegation. There's like, you know, there's times where uh, I, I talked in a, at a men's um, breakfast about leading your home. Right. And um, there, there has to be to lead your home. You need to know the destination. This is where we're heading as a household. This is what, and you need to know how to get there to know how you get there. You have to know where you're at. Like we have to, we have to do this now. There are, there are lots of men who are married who have grown up in broken homes. They have no idea what a good Christian home even looks like. This is all a mystery to them. And, um, and, but their, their wife might, right? Mm. So this doesn't mean that, that the husband goes, I don't, I don't care what you say. We're doing this, right? No. The, 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 the wife might be saying, hey, honey, this is what we should do. Like, this is you know, shouldn't, uh, shouldn't you like maybe pray before we eat, you know, the, those types of things. <laughs> right. And, you know, just do a husband's like, Oh yeah, yeah. But, but there, but the vision might not even be from the husband because the husband doesn't quite know. Um, they can listen to their wife and go, Hey, that might be a good idea. But the, the ultimate responsibility is the husband. The husband is supposed to lead the family in that way, even if they're not necessarily the one that had the, 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 the vision. In other words, right. right? So it, it's, um, yeah. yeah, but that vision, I'm going to, now I'm going to loop back. Watch out. We, we seem like we're experts at this. Noah. <laughs> this is, this is great. Cause yeah. we have done third, this is our 31st episode. 
Yeah, 32nd. Or 32nd episode. Wow, yeah. we are experts. Anyway, looping back around. So that vision has to have, is in a, lo- a, a large way about dominion. Okay, see how I did that? Yeah. Back to dominion. Um, because that's the inevitable part. That's the context by which God creates marriage. It's help in the task of dominion. It's it's companionship, which we talked about last episode. This idea of um, companionship is more than just being a friend. It's one who you um, eat bread with. That's what companionship literally means. And yeah. that's symbolic for or um, uh, for uh, enjoying the fruit of your dominion. Right. So my companionship with my, my spouse is that we have had dominion. We have, uh, we have worked hard at it, labored hard at, at uh, making and ordering and naming and separating and planning and evaluating yeah. and et cetera, et cetera. And, and then we get to enjoy the results of it together. Right. Yeah. I can't, one of the things that um, frightens me the most, you know, the deal is, is that I should die first. Right. I, I, <laughs> Cause my wife would be far better, you know, um, than, than I would being a, being a widow or widower. I, I, you know, it would be that, that that's, that's, that's the thought. But yeah, one of the things that, that to me would be hard is if, if, if at this point in our life, I'm 55 and my wife is, you know, I don't know, 30. Um, it's, it's, it's not true. I was just trying to be nice. Yeah. Um, but um, at this point in our life is, is that uh, if one of us were to die, to see all the good things going on, you know, our children having children and, you know, marriages and, and graduations and yeah. all these life events, all these things, it, it wouldn't be the same if I couldn't enjoy it with my wife. I couldn't enjoy it. I could enjoy it, but it's not the same. I want to enjoy it with my wife. Yeah. To be able to talk about, remember when this happened, remember, yeah. Yeah, and look at what's going on and, oh, and, and being able to pray, you know, together. And, um, you know, we, we, we just got in the habit, uh, recently of, of, um, we have a WhatsApp, you know, family yeah. chat thing. And, and it's like, I'm asking, asking the kids on, on Sunday night, make it your habit to send us your prayer requests. Aww, so we yeah. know how to, so Wendy and I know how to pray, yeah. uh, a bit more specifically and better for our kids, you know, as we go on, because we want to, we just love seeing what God's doing in their lives. And it's yeah. just, it's just phenomenal. It's just this enjoyment. And, and with, without that, it would be hard. Right. So, mm-hmm. so to, to enjoy that companionship and especially in our older age is, is awesome. So, um, so, but it's about dominion. Like if it, and so we, we have to understand that um, we, we are responsible for ordering our lives in a particular way that will glorify God, that it is, um, as I said last episode, that we're teaching our kids to follow the ways of the Lord, which isn't just, you know, I want you to be a moral kid, um, and then you can do whatever you want with mm. the rest of your life, right? No, it's that we want to follow the way of the Lord. What does it mean to advance God's kingdom? You know, what are the, what are we, what is the the purpose that we're trying to help our kids fulfill, right? Which is following Him, and so dominion ha- takes the form of a lot of things. How are you spending your time? Mm. What are you doing with the stuff you own, right? How are you building that stuff and that wealth? You might say your your property and your 
yeah. your things. Um, and, and, uh, and how do you arrange everything so that your, your time, your space, your stuff, that it's, that it really is glorifying the Lord. Right. So that's, that's the, the idea of marriage, right? Mm-hmm. I can't do it on my own. I need help. Right. So marriage is there. We work together. Um, we make plans often, at, you know, in my household, for most of our time together, uh, I've worked outside the home and my wife has worked in the home. Mm. Right. We, um, but we have a, we have a plan and, a, and divisions of, of labor and we, we work on it together. I, I come home from work and then there's like the honeydew list and yeah. I try to do that because my wife is the manager of our home and I'm going to, you know, we're going to work, work on this together. Um, and, and, uh, and, and a lot of it is then training our children yeah. to follow the Lord. This is the way of the Lord. And we do it by example. We do it by teaching. We do it everything. So the, the Bible gives us specific instructions, Deuteronomy um, chapter six, you hear the famous Shema, right? The, the prayer that the Israelites would say every day. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit down in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. And you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. And when the Lord your God brings you into the land that he swore to give your fathers to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to give you with great and good cities that you did not build and houses full of all good things that you did not fill and cisterns that you did not dig and vineyards and olive trees that you did not plant. And when you eat and are full, then take care lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. It is the Lord your God you shall fear. Him you shall serve, and by his name you shall swear. And you shall, go, you shall not go after other gods, um, the gods of the peoples around you. For the Lord your God in your midst is a jealous God, lest the anger of the Lord your God be kindled against you and destroy you from the, off the face of the earth. Um, so there's this, there's this, um, there's this thing that in, in all of life, you're teaching and training your children to obey God and to teach them the ways of the Lord, to give them reminders of things to about, about where God, what God has done and what he is doing. It's, it's not just, you know, an hour in church on Sunday or uh, at youth group on Wednesday night, or from time to time you have a family worship. Yeah. It's, it's at all times, all when you rise up, when you go to bed, when you rise up, right. When yeah. you're walking along the way or when you're, you know, at, at, at home, you, you talk about it and you're to teach that diligently to your kids all the time. And then here's the, here's the other part to it. When a society does this, if, if the church of Jesus Christ today, just the ones currently yeah. who are believers and in church today, if we today just took that seriously right now, yeah it would dramatically change our culture. Yeah. And, and then, uh, and we ha- but we have to do it diligently. And this I think is one of the problems. Um, as we talked about last, uh, last episode, 
most people don't look at marriage in the sense of dominion and of training our kids in this way. They look at it as self-fulfillment. Yeah. Right. And then anything you kind of do with teaching your kids is something you do on the side rather than it being primary. Right. Right. Rather than the primary thing being the advance of God's kingdom. And as, uh, as we mentioned last week um, or last episode, uh, Abraham's call to, or God's call to Abraham and that, that uh, Abraham is going to bless in Abraham. The world is going to be blessed. Yeah. And he, and it's going to happen through the, the teaching in a sense of his household, commanding his household and his descendants after him to follow the way of the Lord. Yeah. That, that's the, that's what we're supposed to be doing. And we're supposed to do it diligently and we're not doing it diligently. Yeah. But if we just did it today, if we just all of a sudden woke up today and said, everyone, Hey, you're a believer in God. Let's teach our children diligently and we'll do it. Um, I would tell you there'd be great blessing that would follow. Yeah. It, it's inevitable. It's inevitable when all of a sudden we're doing the, the right things. Yeah. Uh, for the right reasons. Uh, the, this, the side benefit of pursuing that, uh, that Christian vision, that, that vision of God is going to be great things, happiness and productivity and all sorts of things. And we've seen it in our country. But you know what happens once people um, are, are blessed? Yeah. That's when we for, start to forget about God. Right. We somehow think it's because of our doing. It's right. not God's doing. And then what happens? Bad things start happening. Yeah. And this, <laughs> this is what God says. At, right after he says, diligently teach these things, he gives us the command, don't forget. But do it lest you forget. Why? Because we're prone to forget. Yeah. We do the things that and follow God and there's blessing. And as soon as blessing happens, we start forgetting God. When we forget God, bad things happen. And then we're in this mess. Yeah. Right. So the idea is, is like we, we want to follow after God. Um, our, our world is we're to, to uh, have dominion of our time and our space and our, our stuff. Um, in, in such a way that it's, it's glorifying him because we're doing it his way and we're teaching these things diligently to our kids. Blessing follows and we can't stop being diligent mm-hmm. lest we forget, right? How, how long will it take before it only takes a generation for everything yeah. to go to pot? Yeah, it really, it really does. Yeah. A generation, or I, I mentioned in the last episode, 1960. 87% of all house of children were born into families with two parents in 1960, 2014. It's, it's 61%, man. Right. Yeah. And that's including families of the second marriage, right? Yeah. If we just said first marriage, <laughs> it's, it's way down there. Wow. It's and I don't, from 1960. So that's, it's like what, two generations or less than two generations. Yeah. Yeah, so we we need to be diligent and 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 keep this. So help in the task of dominion, um, uh, companionship, which is enjoying the fruits of that dominion, procreation. Yeah, the main main uh, um, purposes of marriage, not self fulfillment, mm. <laughs> not trying to be happy. It's it's about. Um, this dominion mandate and following the ways of the world. We need help. With that.